Welcome back, guys, to the Talking Fit podcast. Whoa. We are back for another week. It is episode six. Yeah. And I'm feeling really enlightened this week. Why? Because we had the best week last week with Kate and Locke. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling inspired and enlightened. Inspired? How? I just I just am. I spent. We spent time with family, and they have the most sick yeah. house I've ever been to. Yeah. Shout out Uncle Smith and Uncle Arnie Kaz. Smith. Yeah. That place, it just fills you with good vibes. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm still living it up yeah, in my okay. head. Wow. How do you feel, Lewis? Uh, good. <laughs> you smashed this intro. I'm surprised. Um, oh. No, it was, it was, it was actually, it was actually a really good week, pretty much. And the podcast was actually worked out really good. End up getting a lot more traction to it too. Um, I think it was because we first had like the first time we had a guest on and it worked really well it was very it was there was some controversial topics discussed yeah too, which if you haven't cool. watched it already and you listen to this what are you doing stop this one go listen to that and then come back to this but um no it was really good to have him on and stuff um too bad producer nick was out of action that week he was on holidays but we've got him back now but no yeah it was it was actually a really good week um yeah and it was cool because we got to get them in the gym too and like really enjoyed it quite a bit yeah it was awesome but um tonight's episode well today's this week's episode this it is morning. it is it is late um at the uni again tonight we're back but we're gonna be doing some hot takes so i found a tiktok a while ago from a tiktoker by the name of ryan Dewars, and i've mentioned him before now Bless He's you. one of the, uh, what do we call them? The Optimal Boys. That's right. Uh, I don't really know what Optimal So boys he's just are. part of the like JPG coaching. Like are they a group? Ryan Dewars. Um, who's the other one? I'm going to find his are name. They f- are they friends? No, but they should collab because that would be kind of cool. Um, Ryan Dewars. Uh, Davis, Davis Diley is his name. Oh you know, God. the bald bloke. That no, he does those videos. I don't know any. Oh, wait. Did yeah. he, I think I saw one of his videos literally Yeah, he yesterday. has really good TikToks too. He had um, a really cool one on training. And it's funny. Training. You go into the comments and it's always people tagging JPG coaching and Ryan Dewars being like, is this valid? And they're always just like, of course it is. Like, Anyway, a while ago I found a TikTok and he made it. And it was called 10 Fitness Facts. Now, some of these things in here, I know he calls them facts, but we're going to say that they're all up for debate. Because some of them are, they're just more so very strong opinions, I'd say. They're not, some of them are science-based. And look, I don't know any studies to then come back with an answer. But we're going to just go with Jim Bro Science on this one. Yeah. And wing it. But we have like, Opinions on some of these things, I feel like, that may differ from his because he's very strict to what with what he knows and believes. All love. We're just trying to make a all love. Or, or we're just <laughs> we're just we're just trying to um, make like a video where we just do a hot. We'll call it like a hot takes or something. It could turn into a series, maybe. I'm not too sure, but it's funny. I when I read things on the internet, I don't often believe it mm. unless mm. there's. Imp- empirical evidence yeah. behind it yeah. but in saying that i'll get on this podcast and talk and talk shit shit <laughs> and not have any evidence to back me it's entertaining but it's entertaining it is entertaining and we found that people seem to really like the our debate ones like last week when we just had 
two questions and spoke about them. They were two really good questions, to be fair. And, yeah, everyone just sort of seemed to just really enjoy it. But Let's get... Oh, we're jumping straight in? Let's jump into it. Yes. All right, cool. So, he's got 10 of them. We'll go through. I don't know if we'll do all 10 because I have looked through this before and some of them are a bit like I don't really have an opinion on. It's just more his statement. I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. So, number one, the first one is... He says, mind-muscle connection is extremely overrated and misunderstood. Mm. Do you agree or disagree, Grace? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Think just, just with your gym bro knowledge, uh, <laughs> mind-muscle connection is extremely overrated and misunderstood. Okay. I have an opinion for it. Okay. Well, I'm going to s- start off by saying I do believe in mind-muscle connection. Yeah. Do I consistently practice that? No. Mm-hmm. I do find when I do, it helps a little bit. Yeah. But um, I don't think that if somebody is focusing on mind-muscle connection their whole workout compared to somebody else doing the same thing yeah. and not focusing on it, yeah. they're going to be bigger. Okay. I, d- yeah. I don't... Yeah. That's so, true. honestly, I I kind of agree with him on that. It's a, really, it's a good thing, but it's not... Amazing. I'm going to say I disagree with it because he said it's extremely overrated okay. and misunderstood. It's not extremely overrated, but it's overrated. It will, I don't, well, okay. It's not overrated because people, I feel like not many people I've heard bang on about it as being super important. At a certain point, but you get to a point when you are lifting a few years in where you know what the feeling is sort of and you know that you're doing it correctly. But a good way for people who start is to – they've got a – I feel like it's an important thing to develop is knowing what muscle they're targeting and what it should feel like and how they should manoeuvre themselves to to optimise it so that they can feel it essentially and know that if you're doing a – lap pull down your your biceps don't just cramp up or you're not just like your biceps are the one thing that you've pumped the most it should be your lats everyone when they first did their first lap pull down guess what you did not feel it in your lats no one felt it in their lats their first lap pull down everyone was like what what the earth's going on here but there's certain ways where you can do like a neutral grip instead and pull down and so i remember when i started doing that i was like wow i actually have felt my lats well, was that because of mind muscle connection or because you changed no, okay. the grip no okay yep yeah, okay so i can understand where it, this does make sense but i feel like it's still important to focus still on squeezing the muscle essentially too and i find sometimes you can do back exercises as well where your forearm and grip can take over more so and you actually can just use your arm and not your back like things, it's just, I know it then comes down to, it's not my muscle connection. It's, you know, but I feel like it's a good thing for a beginner to focus on more so just to improve how they go with, it's a better thing for a beginner to start on and focus on because they should understand what the feeling is and understand that the right muscle should be feeling fatigued or you should feel it in the right spot, not, you know, you, you, for instance, your shoulders shouldn't be sore after like doing chest press over your chest. Would that you know? not mean that you're just doing the movement incorrectly? I, yeah, okay. I, 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 can, I can see that. I can see that as I'm saying it out loud now, but... Look, it's a, good, it's a good little thing to keep in the back of your mind, but if you're not actively focusing on it, I don't think you're going to be losing out in any way. Yeah. Yeah, I look. So I have to 
mildly agree with him. I'd on say that one. I, I I could probably change it. Yeah, look, after now I've said it out loud. I guess it is more so how you line up the movement, and maybe it's just more. I guess yeah. Okay, you know what? I'll I'll change. I'll say I do agree because now I've said it out loud. It does sort of make more sense that it would be more so the position of and like your form rather than the actual squeezing of the muscle. I don't know. It it definitely is used somehow, but with people who start it's, off. I guess maybe visualization. Yeah, you I could, feel like that's always a good tool for anything. So it's really good, but it may be a little bit overrated. We'll say I, I could say it is it. a bit overrated because at, at the end of the day, you get to a point where you just don't really think about it because you get to a point where you You're know how to, to do a movement, stay alive during your set. Okay, so first one, we'll both, we'll both I'll, I'll agree, I'll agree, I'll agree, I'll agree. I've changed my mind. Um, second one, what is the second one? Sensation is not correlated with how effective an exercise or a particular technique is. Now, I know what Grace's answer to this one is because she's blown up about it before when I've mentioned uh, that he's said this before. So he doesn't believe that if you're feeling it in the muscle, it doesn't to how effective the actual exercise is, which to me, I cannot see how that makes really much sense. Because I think that's so stupid. You should. The most important thing is that you're feeling it <laughs> in the muscle. Literally, what? That you wait. I need to read training. that again. Wait. Sensation is not correlated with how effective an exercise is. Well, then. What is correlated with how effective yeah, an exercise I'd, is? I'd say I get you could track your growth, and then that could be the show of success. Mm. But what? What? I'd see. But I'd say it is because at the end of the day, they have modified their. So, for instance, you take a bench press, right? You you do feel it in your chest, right? But do you feel it as much as if you do like? Uh, a machine, a converging chest press mas- machine. You're probably going to feel it more, I reckon, in the machine than on bench because there's certain limitations to a bench press that you can't, what's it called? You have to keep your arms like at the, the horizontal with the bar. You can't converge mm. sort of. And, and yeah, you can't converge at the top and you can't actually like lock your elbows in closer to your chest so that you've got the nice, you've got the length and position of your chest um, fibers and stuff. But does that not then come down to sensation too? Like you're feeling it better in your chest if you do the exercise differently, which is what they like sort of preach. I get they preach it for other reasons, but I feel like that's a hot take. That's not. That is a hot take. It's I a reckon. hot take. I don't. I don't know if I. There's probably look. He's probably got science behind it to back it and stuff, but I don't know. I just that one doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because it's the purpose of when you're moving, or doing exercise and stuff, you feel it. You you, sh- yeah. you need to feel it. If you're yeah. not feeling it, then I'm concerned that you're not doing it right. You know, yeah, it's no. an indication that you're doing the movement correctly. He's gonna sit here and tell me that me if I'm doing hip thrusts and I don't feel it in my glutes, mm. then that's totally fine. Is that what he's saying? I don't know. I think it's more if you feel it more on one exercise than you do another. It doesn't mean that that exercise is. Um, more effective than the other. If you feel it more in one than you do in another, the one you feel it more in isn't, isn't a more effective exercise than the other. But 
I don't know. I just feel like I don't know if I agree with it. I I I still I'm still trying to figure out what exactly he means by it. Yeah, this is it's really he's he's doing this thing where he's wording it somewhat I feel like it's backwards to what they preach because they preach more feeling it and like I don't know. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say I disagree. I'm going to say I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with that too. I feel like if you're working something, you should be feeling it. Yeah, that's. I feel like a big indication that you're doing a movement right. If you're not yeah. feeling it, yeah. You should be feeling it in the target areas. Yeah. Maybe you don't feel it as much in some exercises. Yeah. But you still should be feeling it somewhat. Yeah, yeah. But that's but back to what I said about benching. You'd feel it more on a converging chest press or even a dumbbell press than you would a barbell bench press, I feel like. Yeah, I'd, and I feel like then that, that means that it's a better exercise, no? Because it follows the fibre path mm, better. Yeah. Lines up with the fibres better. And you and there's certain, like, if, you, if you're if you on a, uh, a machine, you've got more stability and things like that. But if it comes down to sensation, then I don't know how they'd explain that. But, like, you say that, like, one's better than the other anyway because at the end of the day, it is you feel it more, no? Like. I don't know. It's that's a weird one. That's, that's a weird. That's a weird one. I'm hoping he has some evidence to back that he's probably, up. He's probably spoken about it before. And I've just I'm not missed the TikTok entirely. But I'm not sold on that at all. Yeah. I like to feel. I like to feel the movement when I'm doing it. So I I I know that it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to disagree with that one. I'm gonna say that. I don't agree. I'm not convinced take. at all on yeah. that. Yeah. So this guy. Ryan Jewers, he seems to have a tendency to word questions in the most scientific way, using the most scientific technical jargon in an attempt to make it seem like he's valid, I feel like. He's not wording these at all in a way that just an everyday person can comprehend, which normally means that... But that's, that's just his thing, I no, suppose. No, but that's just... Well, people are more likely to believe things when they're said in a technical manner yeah so i don't like that muscle damage is not causative of hypertrophy okay here we go i disagree with this you disagree it uh someone honestly prove me wrong show me the evidence but is it not pretty simple knowledge that uh tearing the muscle fibers equals growth yeah, I'm I'm confident that's like the most basic form of it is you need to just tear it to grow it. Like, Literally. Yeah, I muscle damage is not causative of hypertrophy. Um <laughs> um Yeah, I I again it's another one I'd I'd have to disagree with. I don't completely understand because he's not saying it it's not like the last two that where he was like it's not the only reason. Obviously there's many factors that go into hypertrophy and building muscle. But he's saying it's not causative at all of hypertrophy. That that's what I don't. That see, that's one thing I don't. I've just that's one thing I feel like you've taught. I feel I'm not. I'm not. Muscle damage isn't really a great way to word what he's trying to say. I don't think. Yeah, I don't because when it's I, not. It doesn't mean like injury. Obviously, well. We're just talking about the tearing of muscle fibers when you work out. That's what happens. Well, that's just what happens and that's what makes you grow. Yeah. That's where I'm I'm missing it. I don't Yes, okay. That's okay. This is funny. So he's 
all love to Ryan Dewars, but he's just sat here. And if we were to read his um, previous question, yeah. he worded it so ridiculously technical in an attempt to be all scientific and knowledgeable. <laughs> and then he, Grace is not and a then, fan. No, I'm not a fan. And then his <sighs> next slide is, muscle damage is not causative of hypertrophy. Is it not basic science to know that tearing your muscle is what causes muscle to grow. Okay, you tear your muscle and then they're called myofibrils. Mm -hmm. They're the little, tiniest little muscle compartments. Grace has done anatomy. I've done anatomy at university, okay? I know this. They're like little, they're little strands in your muscle. Yeah, 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 yeah. They tear when when you work out and then those little fibres like regenerate to reconnect them and that's where your muscle grows. Yeah, I it's one thing that yeah. That was just a fun Yeah, is like That was yeah. that was a fun little crash course for everyone. That's basic knowledge. Yeah, she was doing the hand yeah, she was if giving you, you a diagram video, and all if you're watching the yeah. video or not. Um muscle growth. Yeah. It's ba- it's, it's that, basic, it's basic. It's wigging me out because it's just I'm I'm trying to see his perspective to it and I, that's what I'm trying to do with these is understand what he's saying from his perspective because it is just a brief statement and he's probably got r- repaired, reason to back it up but repaired myofibrils increase uh, muscle thickness which is causing hypertrophy. hypertrophy so yeah okay that one's that one's a miss so I'm gonna have to disagree because I I'm struggling to see his perspective on that one that one's a wig out if you're watching me this is in my head knowledge I just had to refresh it in my brain. <laughs> but I did learn about all this. Yeah, we we both did. We both learned all about it. It's more this. fresh in Grace's mind than it is in mine. But yeah, so that one's a massive miss. Yeah, it's I'd, not I'm that hard. I feel, I don't know, he's whacked muscle damage in there and not really elaborated on yeah. what he means by that. Well, it's just it's just simply a statement and we're just going off what the statement is. Uh, there's probably more to it. But just off that statement, I'm going to have to disagree. That's just silly. Grace is going to have to disagree. That one, that's, yeah. That that's was a, silly. a bad take. All right, next one. Ooh, personal <laughs> training certifications mean next to nothing. And we have our own uh, our own silly <laughs> goose that went through three months silly in the biggest goose. scam. <laughs> I reckon it's the biggest scam that is in the fitness world are PT certs are the biggest scam out there. More so, they, they're scamming these poor people into paying $5,000. I actually get emotional when... To be able to practice this shit. That when when someone reminds me that I did a my PT course, it actually makes me... I get really triggered. So, it's just... You may as well... And the knowledge you learn in it, you learn... Well, if you take bio and stuff, you learn at school. If you take PE, you learn at school. But not everyone does those things. So I understand the, the three months of like teaching it. It's great for someone that has literally zero idea yeah. about fitness and working out. There's, there's, it just, it really annoys me how they're going to make you pay five grand, then waste three months on things you could honestly still learn. Fucking, you could learn half this shit off TikTok now. Yeah. Like it's, it's not knowledge that's really like oh it's hidden and you have to pay five grand the only real i got look i picked up a couple of things from the content but the only real knowledge i gained was about the business side of being a pt that's it 
and how it's kind of shit. Yeah, and th- yeah, exactly. And that you've got to do all these stupid things like pay rent, and it's just a losing game when and. It takes a long time to become like successful. Credit, credit to all to all the PTs yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, Not hating job. on you guys. No, because credit. Cause We're hating on the people that made this stupid. stupid it's, they realised that it's like a legal thing. Yeah, they made it a legal thing, and they went, you know what, five grand. Yeah. St- please justify how you're going to make you pay five grand to become a PT. Where, where, where does that make any sense? No way it costs five grand on a three month course, like. And and the thing is, oh. is so Ryan Dewar's point is personal training certifications mean next to nothing. Agree. I couldn't agree more because you can get anyone who's never ever had any gym or fitness experience do this three month course, outlay five thousand dollars, step foot into a gym, and start training people, mm. and they. They have not much experience. Yeah, exactly. Compared to someone like you, for example, you're a wealth of knowledge. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's okay. It's <sighs> just true, but like I, you know, yeah. and you don't have your PT certificate, but you could easily train. That's what I mean, school taught me, you PE taught me more than a PT, a five thousand dollar three month PT course could. Like, just go back to school and do PE. <laughs> oh. No, it's. You can find this information if you're really... That's what... It, it bothers me that... I guess do the course, whatever. If you enjoy studying... The people, but it's annoying that you, you're outlaying this much money and then you've got to go into a practice where you're outlaying money to go practice your work at a gym and you get clients that you don't particularly want at the start, depending on what your goals are. I guess so some people take anything, but like... You want you want to you probably prefer a certain audience of people, and then you've got to take just what you get, and then it's a lot of work behind the scenes and stuff, and you've got to go in and out of gyms, and then you've got to train on your own. Like no, I just shout out, but I ugh, feel it's a like, scam. No, I feel like definitely um, the certification itself means not a lot because anyone can get it. Literally anyone can get it. Which is like a lot of things. It's not just yeah. personal training sites are a scam. A lot of things are a scam. Yeah, but that's. But I couldn't agree more with that one. That's yeah. And you've got someone. All the PTs out there, you guys are doing amazing. Mm, Let's just out. clarify again. We're not hating on you guys and your line of work. We're just hating on this the fact that you had to outlay all this money. Yeah. To probably They're not needed. learn a whole lot. They're literally needed. And yeah. paying like stupid amounts of money for yeah, but it's, you could it's then the go monopoly. Say, it's yeah, the it's, monopoly. It is. It is. It's the same reason you be you get made to go to uni and pay oh, hundred grand for Literally. a course to go become a nurse or something. Nurses are needed, but it's just the monopoly. Yeah, it's they've, it's you got to escape the matrix. <laughs> no, is that not an Andrew Tate thing? Yeah, it is. Fuck Andrew Tate. All right, we're not getting into that, but yeah, uh, we're definitely agreeing with that one for sure. PTs have come under fire two weeks in a row. <laughs> Um, the BT questions are good, but I like they it. are. All right, next one. Soreness is bad for muscle growth. We want to limit it in days following a bout of hypertrophy training. Now, I have a feeling that this doesn't apply to everyone. Based off, I feel like people get DOMS worse than others. It's a genetic thing. You reckon? I feel like. And I feel like DOMS is based on a number of factors. Such as? Such as if you're eating well, if you're oh, getting enough yeah. rest... What sort of training mm. you're doing, mm. yeah. like the frequency of it all. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, recovery. That's, yes. that Yeah, no, that's true. Um, But I reckon it affects 
I feel like it, it can affect people differently too. Soreness is bad for muscle growth. Soreness is bad for muscle growth. It's, I think, more so... Why because is it bad it for muscle you, growth? I think it's because, for instance, if you were wanting to train something twice in the one week, week and you're still, and sore, you're you still sore by the time it comes around, you can't do it to the level that you want to. But I suppose I, I can see where he's coming from. I can see where he's coming from because he says we want to limit it in days following a bout of hypertrophy yeah. training. But this annoys me because I feel like it puts into people's head. I've seen people come in and do stuff that I look at and if I did, I'd feel like underwhelmed at the end of a session because you can tell like that some people don't go in enough. Mm. And then I guess there's, there is a sweet spot because some people don't go in and go hard enough and then other people go in too hard and then do too much. I feel like... I can see where he says soreness is bad for muscle growth. Yes. If you yeah. were, if you were excessive with it, I understand. I mean, <sighs> I don't think soreness is an indicator of muscle growth. So maybe that's what he means. It's bad for muscle growth. No, I think cuz he's yeah, we want to limit it in days following about It's the bad for muscle training. growth if you're trying to train multiple m- times multiple, a week. A muscle multiple times in one week because mm. you can't be training a muscle if you've still got DOMS. Yes, true. And and your recovery period, I feel like, gets longer. So, I guess that's just dependent on the person, yes, is it f- not? Yeah. And, yeah, that, that's, what I, that's what I was saying. But Yeah. And then the recovery period is longer, I feel like, if you've gone in really hard, say on legs. Yeah. You can't do legs the next – say if you did uh, not as hard, but then you um, – and you could go back into the gym and do legs three day, two days after – but you went in really hard and you couldn't do legs for a whole week after. That whole week and the, you're sore, you've actually got to replenish the muscle still over a longer course of time, I find, I feel like. Because it's not repairing as quickly, is what I'm saying too, because you've done too much. Like you've got to allow for more rest too if you've yeah. done more. Yeah. So yes. And people won't. Yeah. So I can – that one's – you know, I'll, I'll give it – a tick but it does annoy me because i do see people who don't push hard enough in the gym and statements like that i feel like are where people go okay well you know i don't need to go too hard the thing that wigs me out but i've seen his training videos and stuff there's no way you're telling me that he's not at least remotely sore a couple days after like everyone gets doms everyone does i don't get doms often Unless I am trying a new exercise or yeah. I'm doing an exercise yeah, I haven't yeah, done yeah, in a while. That's, yeah, that's that's normally the cause of it. But yeah, you know what? True, because for the most part, you don't. I don't think it's... Yeah. Look, I don't think it's bad for muscle growth. If you get DOMS, just let yourself recover, then mm-hmm. get back into it. Yeah. I can I can see... No, I'll, I think that's totally dependent on the person. Person, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it. I'll. I'll say. I. I do kind of agree with it. I do kind of agree with it. Um, even though I'm in the in the mindset of when I go and do legs, if my, I'm not sore the next couple of days after, I haven't done it hard enough. I don't agree with that. That's that's my view. But it's see. This is this is a great point for op- the new optimal boys versus like the old heads. If you had someone in here that was a bodybuilder back in the eighties and stuff and nineties, they would have. They would have eaten that comment alive. They would have gone, you idiot. Because I feel like there's no way. There, well, you know, it's hard, but when you're on gear, it's a little bit different. But yeah, they've got to be I don't want to hear it from anyone on steroids. Yeah. 
Don't talk to me. No, I, I can agree with that jokes, one. Jokes, Soreness jokes. is bad for muscle growth. We want to limit it in days following a bout of hypertrophy training. Had you not added in that second sentence, that would have been a very open-ended statement. Yeah. But because it's true, you want it's going to happen. But he was saying you want to limit it. You don't want to, you don't want to feel sore five days after doing one movement. You want to feel sore maybe the next day or the day after at most. So final thoughts. I'll agree with it. Yep, I agree somewhat. I think it's dependent on the person. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. All right, what is All our right. next one? Next one is... Oh, oh here Ooh. we go. This is a good one. So, drop sets, supersets. He's also got Maya reps, rest, pause sets. I've never heard of either of them. I'm going to assume they're the same thing as a drop set and a superset. And other intensity techniques are inferior to straight sets. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll Straight let you sets as in... Four times 12. So, yeah. Well, for instance, say you did uh, three sets of eight of chest press or something, we'll just say. Or you give yourself like a... Okay. Yeah, just something like that. Over... I uh, have... No, I understand. Yeah, okay. I understand. Okay. I don't agree with that. I don't think... I don't think that drop sets and supersets and whatever else he's put in there are inferior Inferior. to straight sets. Mm Mm-hmm. Why are they inferior? What makes them inferior when you're increasing the time under tension for your muscles? I know, I know, I can, I know, I know. It, this will come back to a case of in your straight sets, if you've gone to true failure, there shouldn't be room for More. drop sets and supersets. And yeah, if okay. there is, it'd be an indication you didn't. But also, it'd also be a case of doing it. How intense could you go with a drop set and a superset? You could go, you could go till you fatigue and you burn up. But like, I find I can sort of see what he's saying because well, I find when lat, I know we do a lat raise drop set every week. I know, and but, it absolutely slaps. Yeah, I love it. True, it's. I think it's more of a case because I did see a comment in here about it. It's more of a case of people enjoy doing supersets and drop yes. sets. It's part of having variety in yes. your workouts. So they're important, I will say. And he did agree with the comment that said that. So I will, yep. he, but I think it's more, he's saying that straight say sets that. are where your priorities need to be is more in doing just the straight up movement for however many reps at the weight you have picked. Okay. I can, I can understand that. Understand that. I can understand that, but, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing no. things like supersets no. and drops. I don't think there is either. It's and if you enjoy, enjoy them, exactly, do them. Each I do them to their too. Own. They're, they're more of a case of saving time. I feel like when you when you superset, if anything, but um, no, th- yeah. they're good. They're good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's pretty much shot all over like classes and hit training and stuff because all that shit is supersetted and drop setted well, and stuff. It depends what you're training for though. What like it, dep- it is if this is for hypertrophy? Uh, okay, yeah. that's might that might be fair. Well, see, I don't think we can compare it to like hit and group. He's he's referred to these as intensity techniques, so that's where I'm saying it comes back to his point, probably on yeah, failure, okay. and that you can't go to true failure with these drop sets, supersets, like you can on straight sets. Yeah, just doing that. That's your best indication. I can agree with that, but there should be no shade thrown at drop sets or supersets and stuff because. We all do them and they're all really I don't good. like that. I don't know if I the, don't like that point. I can see where he's coming from. It'd be interesting to see if the science backed it. That's a case of we don't know. We'll go for Jim Bro science. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's an interesting point. I I'd I'd love my drop sets and supersets. 
straight sets do take more priority by my workouts, yeah, I will say. Yeah, me too. So I can see where he's coming from. I'm definitely. thinking hard about this one. I'll, I'll, you know what? Because of the way so drop sets, supersets, and other intensity techniques are inferior to straight sets, I'll say your. Look, if we're talking like basic principles of hypertrophy and gaining muscle, then they might be inferior mm. compared to straight sets mm. for building, you know, muscle. Yeah. Um, but that's it. True. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know why this is a, a point. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this is. Why he's even brought... This is just a now, this silly... Is a, this is a good take. I, I like that he's brought in drop sets and supersets, but I'll I'll somewhat agree. I can see where he's coming from, so I, I can, can somewhat agree. Look, I can see where he's coming from too, so I can also somewhat agree, but I just think this is a completely unnecessary point to put in. Mm. Like, if you enjoy doing any of these things, just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and But he... That's what I said. The comments said that, and he agreed with it, so... Well, good. So yeah, That's I'll, but fine, I'll, for that statement, I'll 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 agree with it partially, but me too. Because drop, do your drop sets, do your supersets, don't neglect them. They're really good. You can good still fun. go to failure with drop sets. Yeah, it's it's a bit more vague, but the range in which you do, I feel like with yeah. things like drop sets, because you just go to a random number essentially, like, and and it can change depending on how you're feeling and stuff. But yeah, okay. There's no set range put in when you do a drop set. Yeah. You just go. On, until I can't anymore and whatever and yeah it's it's a bit vague but anyway that's I yeah I will agree with it I, I'm I'm gonna slightly agree I'll somewhat agree yeah. um oh this is a good one the pump does not directly cause muscle growth oh, well, that obvious. is a fact so obviously yeah it's more <laughs> it's more I feel like that's it's known to an extent <laughs> best way to get pumped right stuff your pre workout and all that teaspoon. Oh, this of, is gross. There's, look, they say pink Himalayan salt. I just use a teaspoon gross. of like just table salt. That is Try foul. it once. Try it once and let me know how it goes because it's actually banging. It, don't do it every gym is session. It, is your pump, There's no way it's healthy. Is but. your pump just blood flowing? Yeah, 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 area? yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you've, that's why, what is it? It's the L-citronine in uh, pre-workout is a vasodilator and it causes more blood flow to the area you're working. Hence, it gives you a pump. Is it the L citronine or is it beta? I think it's L citronine. Beta alanine does uh, it yeah, no, allows for quicker recovery. Yeah. L citronine. It must be L citronine. I'm gonna say it's L citronine. I'm hoping it's L citronine. Is that, is that how you pronounce it? Is it, it citrulline or citronine? Maybe it's citrulline. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Look, pump. Sure. The pump. The, no. The pump's I feel like good. It's but good. It doesn't mean that your muscles are growing. Look, it comes back to the last question where we said it's more about enjoyment if you're seeing your pump and you're getting motivated by that good it, it doesn't guess mean what? it's going to get you in there more growing right now it doesn't directly <laughs> cause muscle growth no. it'll indirectly but definitely because you'll go back in there and be like i want that again and then you'll keep going back in you'll get a gym addiction and you'll get massive so it indirectly causes muscle growth but it doesn't it doesn't directly. actually yeah no it doesn't when you see yourself getting pumped that's not your muscle actually growing blood flow. Yeah, maybe i need to do the salt teaspoon thing so i can get a good pump grace is so I can really going to make a tiktok or reel this week trying a teaspoon of salt lewis's oh, teaspoon of salt and she's going to see how big of a booty pump she gets all right next one 
So we both agree? <laughs> both agree. The yeah, pump does not directly cause muscle growth. Correct. More volume is not better for muscle gain. It's almost always the opposite. This is... Explain. I'm going to agree. So more volume... As in... So you know how you get given... Well, they always say about 10 to 20 sets per muscle group per week mm-hmm. is the Goldilocks zone. It's sort of where you want to go more volume. So it, let's say you exceed that 20 is not better for muscle gain. It's almost always the opposite. We'll just start with the, So it's not better for muscle gain. Yes. Because if you're able to go that much, you're either A, on steroids or B, not trying hard enough. I agree with... I agree that more volume is not better for muscle gain. Yes. and and But if you are somehow... And let's say you are trying hard in those sets, you're going to be really sore by the end of like when you come to do chest twice in your week and you're still sore, like there's no need to do it again if you've less. It's doing, it's about intensity. Less is more. Yeah. It's about intensity. It's essentially, that's why you see these guys preach about doing, you know, what, like three sets of five to seven reps and stuff. And yeah, it's true. It's true. You've got to go intense and at a, at a, Somewhat low rep range. It's yeah. hard, but because when you're starting, I mm-hmm. suggest it's better to go to an 8 to 12 rep yeah, range 100%. or 10 to 12 because you need to start to learn how to move it, learn form. 100%. You don't need to go heavy. No. That's going heavy if you're doing 5 to 7. They're not doing 5 to 7 and just going, oh, yeah, just a light. No, it's 5 to 7 like to failure. And so that's heavy. You know, um, there is such thing as too much, yes, which is what he's saying. So, so I agree that more volume is not better for muscle And I gain. can understand how he says it's almost uh, always the opposite because too much uh, it means you're going to be too fatigued, you're not going to recover in time, and you're going to up injured or just not being bothered to go to the gym because you're going to be so fatigued and tired and there's no way you can recover you'll, enough. I feel unless, like you'll plateau unless, more. Unless, unless you're on gear. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. But that one was easy. That one, that was a good one. We do agree with that. All right, next one. A set of 30 repetitions to failure causes similar muscle growth to a set of five repetitions to failure. I haven't seen any science or anything, but I can understand what he's saying. Yeah, I Failure is failure, yeah. regardless of what reps you're doing. Yeah. You're wasting your time if you are doing 30 reps to failure, I feel like. Um, Agreed. I feel like that's where he's coming back to his drop set mentality thing. And that when you do a drop set and stuff, you're probably going to go to like a higher rep range. So, it But then if he's saying a set of 30 causes similar muscle growth to a set of five, does that not contradict his drop set True, analogy thing? Would you rather, what would you rather do? Do a set of five to failure or 30 to failure? No, five to failure, obviously, but yeah. that kind of contradicts. But well, straight that's, sets, that's, you do at a lower rep range if, type of thing. That's if that's what he meant by the previous Yeah, point. yeah, that's just sure what we're assuming. But a set of 30 reps to failure causes similar muscle growth to it's a set of five all reps. all relative. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I can fully agree. I agree with, with that. It's, it's relative. Failure is failure at the end of the day. Yeah. And obviously, if you're doing 30 reps to failure, maybe you might enjoy it. Good for you. Do it. Yeah. But... Limit your limit your rep ranges. If you're starting to get, that's what I've started to do. If you're starting to get a bit more confident um, with certain movements and things, limit limit your rep ranges down to. I find the sweet spot for me at the moment's been the six to eight rep range. I've been loving that rep range, but yeah, I've been. It's it's a good. Uh, even the five to seven, five to eight, six to eight. You do you, boo. Yeah, Whatever do, makes you yeah. happy and yeah. makes you feel good, that's fine. Yeah. But you know, we agree. 
I agree with that statement. Right, I think Just this do is what, the do what last you en- one. <clears throat> oh, no, that was the last one. Okay, well, there we go. Do what you enjoy. Ryan Dewars. Ryan Dewars. Has been on the Talking Fit pod. You're a bit, I'm a bit apprehensive, but you had some good points. Yeah, he did, he did. Most of them, we agreed with probably, let's see, we agreed with, I think we agreed with about seven of them. Seven, how many was in there? Or eight. I think we agreed with, there were the two, yeah. No, yeah, we agreed with, we'll say seven. We, yeah, we agreed with seven of them. So, that was hot takes. Um... That was fun. That was a good one, actually. I was I saved that video because I thought it would make a good podcast episode because there's some things there that we can debate a bit more scientific. Um, uh, hopefully, if you didn't understand anything we said, we explained it. Grace is now watching monkey videos <laughs> for whatever reason. Stop. <laughs> what? I'm trying to get us in like a funny mood because I feel like that was very serious. <laughs> but that was that was no, it was good. Um, God. <laughs> yeah, how fat it is! <laughs> oh, oh, actually, you know what, what? would be, you what? Know what would be, you know what would be a good uh do, thing to do now would be for you to ask your question to the audience. Do you reckon? What question? Because we've just gone through some uh hot takes, Grace. Oh yeah, my question. We're gonna try and because we found that the questions like get like to get you guys. Like, they get you pretty engaged. We're going to ask a question every episode and not give much input on it because we just want to see what you guys think. Yes. And what we'll do is next week's episode. So, Grace is going to ask the question. We're not going to give our answer to it yet. And then we'll touch on it next episode. Next episode. If you answer, we'll do it anonymously unless you want us to shout you out. We can shout you out. Um, but we'll do anonymously some people's answers to it, and then we will give our answer, I feel like, just as a nice little opening segment. I feel like that's a good one. So what is your question for this week, Grace? Very random, but kind of personal. Mm-hmm. Should your knees touch your chest when you're doing leg press? Ooh. Does the range of motion have to be that deep? Grace got really upset this week. I got humbled. Yes. I posted a story on Instagram of me doing leg press, <laughs> And I thought it was pretty deep, right? It was. Can I just say, the machine wouldn't let me go any deeper anyway. Mm -hmm. I was going as deep as I could go. And I I put a poll up saying, is the depth sufficient? And three three of you little bitches said that it wasn't deep enough. Let's out one of them. Who was one of them? Jason, (laughs) you fool. Oh, my God. I was so triggered. I couldn't. I couldn't go any but, lower. But but then about fourteen people said yes after yeah, that. Yeah, so I got it. Was, it was really <laughs> funny in the moment because a hundred percent of people at one point said no. The first three people who voted and said Grace that my depth literally wasn't good. ran up to me at the gym. Said, "Is this okay? Like, is this all right? Like, what have I done wrong?" And because I'm like, nothing. I'm, my knees don't know what they're doing. They're were, just trolling. My knees were pretty much touching my chest. Yeah. The machine stop me from going any lower. Yep. So how am I meant to get deeper exactly. than that? Exactly. But um, we'll elaborate on our answer next week. But let us know what your guys' answer is. Should your knees touch your chest when you do leg press? Or is it okay to have less range of motion than that? Mm, yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your that? thoughts? Let us know. We'll All leave right. you with it. Now we're going to roll swiftly, 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 swiftly into the best segment of the show, Natty or Not. People want to know, are you Natty or not? Natural. Na- natural or Al not? Natural. All right, Grace, who is our natty or, or not nine. for this week? 
Michael O'Hearn. Mike O'Hearn. Is his name Michael? Yes. All right. It might not be as familiar to some people, but if you look at this guy, you'll be like, what the actual? I have to search this guy. And you will shake your head and think that we're lying, that he believes he is natural. No, actually, or you may already know him. Hello. And he is probably the pinnacle when it comes to fake natties <laughs> he is the top of the top the fact that this man has competed and everything how, oh has he and looks he's yeah he's a bodybuilder oh looks the way he does oh. he's is ridiculous this look dream? i know that there's that yeah i know that we said that there's the uh you know the Matt Does Fitness and stuff. Matt this does guy fitness. surpasses the Matt yes. Does Fitness I'm looking at a picture of paradox. him next to Rich Piana right now, and he's the same size as him. Like, he's literally the same size as him. Bullshit. You know what? You know Man's what? is tripping major balls. balls. I don't know where he decided <laughs> to say this because I don't know who he thought he was going to fool, but... He's not fooling us. Yeah. Mike O'Hearn, you are silly, Silly to think that the world would think that you are natural. Yeah, no. Sorry. My mm. God. Fake natty. And he's not even like, he's not even like small or anything. How I was thinking like, guy? oh, maybe he's lying. He looks old-ish. Uh, he's, oh, he'd be in his 40s. Wait. He's 54 years old. Oh, suck my He's 54. Dick. He's 50. You know what? Maybe he went on TRT and was like, see? No, but I'm looking at younger pictures of him. He's always looked this way. Guess what, mate? You've always been on gear. Like, and you still look this way now at this age because you are now on. Oh, well, no, you're not now on gear. You've always been on gear. No, this, this is a joke. I cannot believe that he even would fathom a lie like this. This is ridiculous. But Why are you he's a pretty lying? well known and disgraced fake natty. Um, disgraced. Even Kenny KO knows that he's just full of shit and Kenny KO is the king of Natty or not. So I think I've actually seen Kenny KO like razz this guy up about it. Yeah, everyone does. And when you get you I've seen TikToks of top five fake natties. Number one is always Mike O'Hearn. We had to we had to just have him, even though it's not one that we have to argue about. It's just funny to think that there's people out there that really think the world is that stupid. People, like, if anyone wow. thinks this guy's natural. Mike O'Hearn. Mike O'Hearn, not natty. Not natural. Easy answer. You fake natty. You big fake natty, actually. You big, big fake, fake natty. natty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Humongous. Let's go on to... Hit it. Anabolic or, or not. not. Whoa. Whoa. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's go quick fire let's with this go. one again. We did, we did them pretty good the last couple What's weeks. What's it called? Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Let's go yeah, rapid, rapid fire. Rapid fire. All right. Anabolic or not? Brown rice. Brown rice. I'm going to say Not is, anabolic. No, hang on. Not anabolic. No, 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 no. no. I've, got, I've got to think now. Shit, brown rice. Brown rice is not anabolic. Isn't it? There's a case that it's got more sugar than white rice in it or something. Isn't that a thing? I know we just said we'll go rapid fire, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> I don't know. Does it? Brown rice. Just have okay, okay. white rice, you losers. Yeah, it, it, I used to have brown rice it's and mum used to be like, freaking it's healthy. Rice. It's healthy. It's healthy. It's not as much. It's not any healthier than white. So, it's rice. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say not anabolic. White rice is so much better. Brown love, rice, yeah. you get to the point where it just tastes like dried white it rice. It tastes like cardboard. Like, you just get it stuck in your teeth. Not anabolic. If you enjoy it, whatever, but it's not anabolic. Next one. Microwave meals. Ooh. Anabolic. Yeah. Sometimes the microwave meals delicious so the ones that bang are the obviously the my muscle chef ones 
the I had one the other day, the Chipotle chicken burrito bowl. The macros in them are insane. It was like 700 calories, 65 grams protein, like 60-something grams carbs. It's really good. Didn't it taste like arse bar? They are a little bit. No, no. It was oh, okay. For what it was, it was good. But you know what? They're freaking expensive. Yeah. My God. Are you kidding? Like 12 bucks I paid for it or something. <laughs> Far out. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I could have just gone Guzman. Like, honestly. Yeah. Paid a couple more dollars, but... Regardless they're, they're of good. They're good. I, I liked I like getting them. I used to get them when I used to get uh, long enough shifts at work that I could get a, a lunch break. I used to get U Foods or something. They sell it at Coles. And there was a few in there that were actually, yeah, they're actually pretty good. They're really solid if you need a quick lunch or something and have not eating them often because you'll go bankrupt in an instant because yes. they're expensive. Seabum promoted them and said, oh, yeah, just... You know, it was not like he was sponsored by them or anything. Just this company goes, oh yeah, just you know, they're really, they're really uh, uh, necessary if you're on a bulk or a car because if you just need that quick meal, <laughs> you know. And I'm just like, bro, not everyone's made of money like you. What the hell? They are yum, but but no, they are good. I like most microwave meals. All right, next one. No sugar slash diet soft drinks. Ooh. Anabolic. Anabolic. I'm gonna say they are anabolic. Yeah, okay, good. But. When it comes to soft drinks sometimes, look, I know I've, I've said this in the past and I think, and I'm like, they are good. I'm glad that they exist, no sugar drinks. But uh, look, when I, dad started buying no sugar, like lemonades and stuff, I used to drink soft drink just on the weekends and whatever before I was 18 and anything. And I'd be like, no, I would just drink water because they're just, if I'm going to have a soft drink, I want the full sugar version. I know it's not healthy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. but I can see some people are just apparently chronically addicted to soft drink <laughs> that they need a no sugar Coke. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to have like faint or something. Yeah. I, I've seen people that go on about their essential on a car. I go through like two bottles of them a day. I'm thinking, what? It's surely something in that is not going to be good to have two bottles like yeah. every day. Yeah, That's no. just not. There's, look, some people say that alcohol sugars are just bad. That's bullshit. But. Too much of anything, as we know, is not good. Even if it's zero calorie, no sugar, whatever. They taste like... Uh, like I can't drink no sugar Coke because it just tastes like a bad night out. It tastes like Jack Daniels <laughs> and Coke and I can't get the you taste out of my mouth. You are just And oh, it's just... From something. It's, it's just... I can see where people will take it, but for me... I'm having water instead. Just have water. Water doesn't taste that bad. Like, get over it if you think, water's bland. Oh, oh I love water. It's really ironic that I have yeah. an opinion on this because I don't drink soft drink. Yeah. Not because I don't want to. I just think it tastes like shit. Mm. I've never had a soft drink that I've enjoyed ever. Whoa, whoa sugar one. No, I don't drink. I don't like any of them. They're gross. It's a bit odd. I don't like the fizz. Nah, I see. I can't. If I'm having a if I'm having a soft drink, I'm sorry. I'm having a full sugar one. I do not give a shit. Like I, I'm not. I don't have. I don't have them. I don't have them often. So that's why for me, I'd say I'm gonna that. say they're anabolic, but because like if you can get a no sugar version, like why? It's boring. Not? It's boring. You, you only it. live once. You only live once. When I go out, I always get no sugar. Yeah, but just because it makes me feel. Grace used to have braces, me- so she had to. No, I've always yeah. got no sugar because oh, okay. it's less calories. True. Yeah. See, there we go. If you're watching calories, it's good. Yeah, but why are you drinking alcohol? You're gonna regret <laughs> if it. You're anyway, not watching calories, whatever. But yeah. I think they're anabolic because it's good to have that option. Yeah, I'll look. I'll say they are. All right. Next yeah. one. Coffee. Coffee. There you go. There's something that's better. That's coffee. low in calorie. Coffee. Coffee. Not if you have like more a, anabolic a del- than no sugar sodas and stuff. Delicious. Soda. Um, latte. Soft drink. Soda. Yeah, but 
I've I just, thought you I've, were American. It's it's good. It's I could just drink an iced black coffee. I hope someone got that before the gym. reference. Sorry, carry on. I, I could just drink an iced black coffee before the gym because you know what? There's no calories in it and it gives me energy. You guys are ridiculous. It gives me energy. Uh, iced black coffee or any black coffee with no sugar, no milk tastes like but even if you even if you add a bit of add a bit of add a just that's one tablespoon of sugar disgusting. and a little bit of milk to just some black coffee, yeah, no, that's, mix it around. That's good. That's I good enough. I was a, smashing. Them I down love on a good coffee with like milk in it. Mm, I, I can I can have heaps. it without sugar. Yeah, but it's better with sugar. I love like lattes yeah. and cappuccinos, and I love like the frothy milk. And then they have the with cappuccinos, they put like the chocolate on top. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god, Grace, I is, love it. Grace loves the coffees, but um, I don't. I drink tea, but I love coffee. Anabolic. Quick story: When I was on placement uh, at the end of last year, and I was cutting, I was doing my cut. My coffees there were a godsend. They had a, a this bougie coffee machine, and it made like it had the full um, milk frother and stuff. And I got taught how to use it, and it made the best coffees. Holy shit! I may as well have not gone to a cafe. Um, but they're elite, and I had two of them a day, yeah, every day for five weeks. They were, oh, I was so good, and just all the calories come from is just the splash of milk I had with it, and the like tablespoon of sugar. That was it. it was not. It was under hundred for both of them. So, coffee slabs anabolic. Yeah, anabolic. All right. <laughs> That was anabolic or not for this week? Oh um, my god! Keep sending us through your foods and stuff. We've gotten a few because yeah, we are slowly running out. The question segment. We are segment. not running out. Speak for yourself. Oh, okay. Well, Grace is going to have to carry the next few episodes, but <laughs> the question segment may end up replacing it. Um, oh yeah. We'll see, but we'll see. Um, we'll but definitely, see. this is a reminder. The question. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. If you've forgotten it, it's just should you bring your knees down to your chest when you leg press. Um, all right, but Grace has got some inspo that she like to spit on you. <laughs> My inspiration Speak for the woman. week, as I said, um, I'm feeling enlightened, but my inspiration for the week is we only live once, right? Yeah, right. Wrong. Oh. We only die once. <laughs> oh, my we God. We live every day. <laughs> oh. What? Well, that, that wasn't scripted. I'm actually tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't scripted or anything, but... um. That's some it good It wasn't inspo. scripted. It wasn't scripted. Um, we only live once. No, we don't. Fools. We die once. We live every day. Every day. day you true. get to live every day. Mm, mm. Wisdom. What? Wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. It's good wisdom. But that was that was good wisdom. I, I actually do like that one. I really want to get... Perspective. I really want to get more in touch oh grace went and stayed at her aunt's for a weekend and they live by the beach and she's come back more hippie than ever i swear <laughs> i actually so, really like it but it's uh, really like nice the, the the sea breeze is just blown straight through her brain and just put something in i'm it. never <laughs> wearing shoes outside yeah, again. yeah here we go <laughs> um all right, all right what, mine is yours lewis Spit some wisdom. This one comes from another MMA fighter. I know I had one from Conor McGregor uh, the other week. Conor McGregor the goat. This one is uh, get comfortable with the worst possible outcome. This one comes from John Bones Jones, the goat. Um, he, he was talking about this when he was uh, getting interviewed about possibly fighting like the heavyweight champion at the time, Francis Ngannou. Um, Thank but you for he, the backstory. He has... Uh, a killer right hook, Francis, 
and it can knock you out like deadly. And John Jones was saying in the interview, they were like, oh, how are you prepping to fight him and stuff? And he goes, well, if you just outline what is the worst outcome I could come from that, that could come from this situation, I could just get myself knocked out really badly, whatever. And you get comfortable with it. You've got nothing to fear or nothing I to like lose. I like that a lot. You could put that into anything. I really like but that. But I thought it was a really good one that get comfortable with the worst possible outcome. If you're comfortable with it, you won't lose. You're not going to lose in life. Yeah. Because if it comes to that, guess what? You're comfortable with it and you know how to handle it and you'll be sweet. That's so. actually really good wisdom. Bang! I am the wise Lewis, man. Lewis, Lewis has very good inspirational quotes. I'm just Always. Wise. What can I say? Wisdom plus 10 right there. All yeah. right. Let me do this part. Oh, Grace wants to do it. All right. <coughs> Make sure you go rate and follow us on all of our podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, yep, etc. Yeah, five stars, uh, please. Also, like and subscribe on YouTube. Turn on the bell mm-hmm. so you get notifications. Ding, ding, ding. Obviously, follow our Instagram. We're pretty active on Instagram. Yep. So, follow Doing our Instagram yep. for like updates and whatnot. And blow us up on TikTok. Yes, please. Because we're trying to become... Hella famous. Low-key famous. So, go and do everything Grace has just said. <laughs> all right, we love you all. We love you guys. See you guys next week. Wait for the bass drop. Oh, oh do, 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 do